Good morning, good morning, and welcome back to another empowering episode of the Nicole Banks Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. We're all about helping women like you recharge, renew, and reignite your life. Hi, I'm Nicole Banks, and I'm your host. I am right here with you because let's be honest, ladies, we're all masters of doing all the things, often at the cost of our own energy, right? How many times a week do you catch yourself say, Oh, I am so tired. Or have you ever counted how frequently these words escape your lips during the day? Today, we are going to dive into that topic because not only is it relatable, but pivotal to our well-being, energy management. Where are you wasting your energy? Join me in this episode. Let's find out where and who is zapping our vitality. It's time to take charge, ladies. It's your life. Reclaim your precious energy today. Hi, I'm Nicole Banks, the author of The Second Act Formula, life coach and expert at helping women grow into the best versions of themselves. This podcast is peppered with a variety of women's topics for personal growth and development. If you're looking for ways to get unstuck, this podcast covers it all. Bringing you fresh new ideas every Monday. Get ready. Great things are about to happen. Here we go. It's a familiar scenario, feeling exhausted without a clear reason why. You're not alone because if you've ever asked yourself, where did all of my energy go? We've got some areas in which we're going to explore today, okay? So unmasking unseen drains. I feel like it's our habitual energy leaks that we need to take a look at. So let's unveil those now. Have you ever paused to consider how seemingly harmless habits could be depleting your energy reserves? From mindless scrolling on social media, raise your hand if you're guilty, to checking emails compulsively. These behaviors might be more draining than you actually realize. Let's pinpoint these energy leaks and discuss strategies to regain control of your digital engagement. Here we go. Number one, I feel like we need to be mindful, right? A mindful digital engagement. Take the time to evaluate your digital habits. Set periods of time for social media and email checking to prevent mindless scrolling from draining energy. So I'm raising my hand. I know you all can't see me, but I am raising my hand because I am so guilty of this. I have so many emails coming in and I just feel, okay, wait a minute. I literally took my iPhone at one point. I think it was actually last November, December. So I've been doing this not quite a year yet, but I've eliminated my notifications on my email. But I set a timer for every three hours to go off. Glance. It doesn't say check. It doesn't say read. It doesn't say respond to. It says glance at email. So I go into my emails. I pull up all my emails. I glance at everything. If nothing is 911, trust me when I say this, there's never going to be a 911 emergency. I'm bleeding out. Help me. Email. It's not going to happen. They're going to text you. They're going to call you. They're going to continue to call you if it's a dire emergency. So I'm throwing that out there because I think we think sometimes we're so important that we have to stop and stop everything to address this. If it's not a 911 emergency, again, no email will be. But if it's not a 911 emergency, then we are sitting at our desk, wherever we're at, and we're addressing it at a later time. 
I just feel like I was constantly getting all of these notifications. I'm like, oh my gosh, the Gap is having a sale. Yes, I love that Nordstrom's Rack is doing something clearance, like silly stuff, right? And then in between there, there's the business stuff. What I'm saying is simply this, take time to evaluate your digital habits, okay? Number two, positive thought redirection. I promise we're gonna talk a little bit more about mindset, but we're gonna catch negative thought patterns and redirect them towards constructive thinking. Challenge your self-doubt and focus on affirmations that boost your mental energy. I promise you, when we spend time on the negative thinking, it drains us more than we realize. Number three, energy audit journal. I love this one. We can literally create a energy journal that tracks your activities, emotions, and your energy levels throughout the day. Just open up a journal and start paying attention and write down everything that you think is zapping your energy. This practice not only helps you identify patterns, but will prioritize energy reviving activities. Okay, here we go. Number two, I really feel that your home sweet home, turning your sanctuary into an energy haven. I love this. Get ready. Your home should be your refuge, but it can also be a hotbed of energy leaks. Okay, so let's talk about your daily task, your digital distractions, right? These are the things that we can, that our energy can be zapped from. But we're also going to learn practical strategies to declutter your physical and digital spaces. I mentioned to you about the emails. I mentioned to you about social media, or I don't think we talked about social media yet. But what I mean by that is I set timers for my engagement and I set timers for my posts. So just throwing that out there. But one of the things that we have to remember too, is that we need to be mindful in our household routines. We can transform our home into a sanctuary that rejuvenates and empowers us. How do we do that? Here we go. Number one, decluttering rituals. Regularly declutter your physical spaces to create a serene environment that promotes relaxation and positive energy flow. I did this over the weekend with my personal clothing closet. And I have a bench in there that's a beautiful bench. And it literally was as full as my treadmills used to be. (laughs) It just, it collects my laundry. It collects things I want to donate, collects new items. It just collects everything. So I literally walked in. I said, I have got to tackle this. This is insane that here I am, right? Because I'm human too. And sometimes it's just convenient to just dump it all on this bench. However, it stresses me out. So when I'm taking that extra stress on, guess what that is? It's an energy drainer. So I took literally less than 14 minutes to declutter that bench. I walk in, boom, I love it. I have a place to sit down. I literally could stretch if I wanted to or sit and read my book. It doesn't matter. It's done and I don't have to worry about it. Number two, again, we're talking about that digital detox, designate tech-free zones and times within your home to minimize digital distractions and allow for genuine relaxation. So Sundays are usually my unplugged days. Like literally I have an hour, like 90 minutes, a good 90 minutes of being on social media and making that all make sense. But usually I unplug on Sundays. Even my clients know that is a hard boundary for me. I unplug on Sundays because that's where I want an opportunity to re-energize myself Of course, I have a partner, so I want to re-energize our relationship on Sundays, all the things, right? It's just an opportunity for me to literally unplug. Number three, mindful routines. Let's infuse mindfulness into household tasks. 
approach chores with presence and turning them into opportunities for potentially meditation and or mental rejuvenation. I have yet to see this when I'm cleaning the toilets, but I'm just throwing that out there that there is opportunity to be listening to a podcast while you're sweeping or you're mopping or listening to some nice, beautiful, calming, meditating music while you're changing your sheet. There's so many different things in which you can do. Just be mindful. That's all I'm sharing with you. Okay. I feel like too, one of the things that can zap our energy, another area is our career, career crossroads, right? Navigating work energy wisely. Because I feel that if we're not doing that, then we are exhausted when we get home from work, feeling drained and depleted. So let's talk about some opportunities there. So when you walk into the office and you're bombarded with all the things, maybe it's all the things that you didn't get done yesterday, or maybe it's all the new things that are arising that particular morning. But I'm going to give you three tips for negativity that's zapping your energy at work. Number one is boundary setting, establishing clear boundaries between work and personal life to prevent work-related stress from draining your energy during downtime. If you're not familiar with this word, it's called decompartmentalizing, right? One of the things that I do, as most of you guys know, I work from my own home and I have a beautiful home office. It's nice and cozy. The surrounding is giving me peace. I feel very good here. It's great energy. My office is my moneymaker. But I'm also going to share with you that it's the craziest thing. I'm a visual person. So I visually have a cardboard box. I think it's an Amazon box on the very top shelf in my on my bookcase. And it's called decompartmentalizing box. I literally physically will take something that's bothering me, take the box down, pretend that I put it in there. And I don't pretend, but I physically, mentally, emotionally, all the things, put it in that box. And then I just put it up on the shelf. So if you're a visual person like myself, you have to remember everything personal during the day typically will still be there after hours. So if you're a nine to five girl, guess what? At 501, that home problem, that home issue, that home concern, that home anxiety, that home stress still going to be there. It is. It's still going to be there. Okay. But what is zapping your energy is all the high focus that you need to do your job and to do it very well and the combination of home stress, right? So if you can decompartmentalize home while you're at work, you're working that nine to five, Maybe you take a couple breaks, maybe you have a beautiful lunch, but you have an opportunity to address them then. But during work, it's about work and then vice versa. So when you're home, you shouldn't be stressing about work, right? You're not getting paid to stress about work during your off hours, are you? If you are, maybe I want that job. <laughs> I'm just sharing with you that sometimes our minds go into overtime that we're not being paid for. I want you to decompartmentalize the home and the work, the career, that is a personal boundary for you and you need to set because you get the opportunity to say, you know what, I'm at work. It's all about work. Let's go. Do you remember the first day you started your job, your career, or your business, and you were hyper-focused, like literally nothing got in your way. Nothing interrupted you. There were no distractions. You were hyper-focused. Why? Because not only were you passionate about this new adventure, this new beginning, but it was literally what you were craving. It's what you needed. It's what so it's something that you needed fulfilled. So I'm sharing this with you because you need to find that energy again. And if you have that energy again, right, 
It's going to be a completely different energy, but it's a wise energy. It's okay, that I'm never going to do again because it zaps my energy. But being able to set boundaries is a huge one. But I think we need to decompartmentalize. I think decompartmentalization is a huge boundary for myself. And I'm sharing that with you because when I'm down, it's not about work. I'm off. I'm no longer working. If I'm at work, I can't worry about the dishwasher or the washing machine or anything like that. I hope that's helpful. I think it will be. Number two is prioritizing time management. Here we go. Allocate your energy to tasks that align with your goals and your values. And then we want to practice effective time management techniques to avoid burnout. Here's one of the things that I've learned about time management. And I feel like everything is, okay, that's going to take an hour. Okay, that's going to take 45 minutes. Okay, that's going to take 30 minutes. However, (laughs) one of the lessons that I learned is simply this, that there's always setup time or get in the mood time or breakdown time. For example, you're working on a project. It takes 15 minutes to set it up. You have all of your web browsers up. You're ready to rock and roll. But then it's a 45-minute task. So how much time do you really allow for it? You're going to allow an additional 30 minutes. So it should take you an hour and 15 minutes. 15 minutes to get in the mode, to set everything up, ready to rock and roll. You set your timer for 45 minutes, and then your breakdown. Any thoughts, any notes that you may need to take? I just feel like when we talk about time management, we always forget about the buffer before and the buffer after the event itself. So if we're going on a networking event, okay, the networking event starts at 6. It's going to end at 8, but it takes me 30 minutes to get there and 30 minutes to go home. How long am I gone? I'm gone three hours. Just being mindful that when we prioritize time management, please make sure you're allotting the time for the setup and the breakdown. I also love this third tip on how to navigate work energy wisely, and that is simply micro breaks. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Incorporating short breaks into your workday. And this, I know that we If we're working for the man and that kind of thing, or the lady, doesn't matter. If we're working for someone else, our breaks, literally, we need those. We need those breaks. And if you're not getting them, you know what? Talk to HR, my friends. Talk to HR. But if we're working for ourselves, then the idea behind that is simply this, that I personally have that timer, like I mentioned to you. Like, my iPhone does so many things for me, but usually I take the 10 o'clock break, right? And it's 10, 15 minutes. I'll use the ladies' room. I do the things. I just change my energy because it's changing the energy in my office. I told you this is my moneymaker space. I need good energy in here, okay? So if I all of a sudden find myself down a rabbit hole of negativity, I'm going to challenge it, and then I'm going to get up and change it. And then, of course, I take my lunch break, usually with my partner, Jeff, and we have a beautiful lunch, and then we're off and running. He works from home as well. So it's one of those things where We get that opportunity to say, hey, I have a really busy day. You're going to fend for yourself and vice versa. But it's an opportunity to really, truly take breaks. And then there's days where I'm coaching clients in the evening. So I will take a midday break that is allowing me. I literally still work my 45 to 50 hours a week in my own office, but it's scheduled. It's concentrated hours. So I just want you to be mindful. Be sure to take your breaks. You're not being paid to not take your breaks. I'm sharing that with you. It's huge. I feel like the next opportunity of us diving into where we are wasting our energy is relationships. Oh, get ready. Balancing energy is the old give and take, right? So close relationships are precious, but we have to remember they also drain your energy if it's not managed mindfully. So I want to let you know that 
energy in relationships from setting healthy boundaries to nurturing connections without sacrificing your own well-being, right? I mentioned to you Sunday is a very important day because that's when I connect with my partner. And we have opportunities to do things that we enjoy together. We learn. We don't. Some days we just kick it around the house. We love it. It's our oasis. We call our home our oasis. It's a place where we just really feel good energy and we love it. If you're not setting healthy boundaries, we need to communicate your needs and establish boundaries with your loved ones, period, the end. Because balancing giving and receiving energy to maintain fulfilling relationships. You have to have mad respect for someone who says, hey, I need some alone time. I'm going to go, I'm going to go play 18. Or hey, I need to just be on my own today. I'm okay with that. Go for it. Go do you. Because when he comes back, he's going to be re-energized. He's going to be hyper-focused and it's on. Let's go. <laughs> the second thing is, of course, in your relationship is being mindful of social media use. Once again, we're going to reflect on your social media engagement, right? We're going to set limits to prevent excessive scrolling and allocate times towards meaningful interaction. And you actually, guys, once you've done like your social media audit and how much time you're actually spending, you'll start seeing other couples or other relationships, even guys together or girls together like a group, they all have their phones out. And it's so interesting. I always take this lesson from my cousin and I. He is an amazing man, Donald, my cousin Donald, who has served for our military three tours. But one time we met for lunch and I had my phone out and put it on the table. He goes, hey, do you mind putting that away? And I said, oh, yeah, no, yeah, sure, no problem. And at one point, I think I was getting extra water or someone, they were refilling my water glass and I reached down into my phone, my purse, and I grabbed my phone again. He goes, no, seriously. He goes, I really just want to have a conversation with you without any interruption. Number one, I'm like, absolutely, of course, I love this. And I literally just thanked him the following day for mentioning and calling me out on it because it isn't about social media. There's nothing on social media. There's nothing on Facebook, nothing on Insta, nothing on TikTok that is more important than me connecting with my cousin at that moment. It was a beautiful lesson. I loved it. Just being mindful. Are you that relationship? Are you in that relationship that? You sit there across from the table at a restaurant and you're both on social media or are you really having genuine conversations? All right, here's one of my favorites because I love mindset work. I'm a mindset expert and I love this stuff because harnessing your mental energy reserves, ooh, let's go. Our thoughts have incredible power over our energy levels. Let's talk about the world of mindset management. Let's recognize and reframe negative thought patterns that drain your mental energy. And of course, I'm going to give you some practical techniques on how to build a resilient mindset that not only conserves your energy, but also is going to fuel your passion and your purpose. Here we go. Number one, positive affirmations. Begin your day with positive affirmations that set the tone for resilient and empowerment mindset. My clients know this is a big one for me. And the reason for being is because it just sets your tone with intent. It sets your tone with intent. If you're making a positive affirmation, which of course should always be a short statement that's believable to you, that's something that you want. I attract money, opportunity, and abundance into my life every day. I am making money and have opportunity in my life every day. I am a powerhouse that is going to become a number one bestseller. 
all the things that you can think of. Those are just a couple examples that off the top of my head. <laughs> but I'm just sharing something with you. It should not be this long, drawn out thing. It should. It, that's a prayer, in my opinion. If it's longer than one sentence or two sentences, it's a prayer. It's a chapter. It's but it's something that you want it short, sweet, right to the point, and something you're going to believe in. Practice positive affirmations. Say it as often as you want. Say it as often as you feel. Write it out. Put it on your mirror. Put it on a card. Put it on your iPhone Put it on, or your Android. Put it on your laptop, your computer. Put it anywhere that you can see it. Again, out of sight, out of mind. But we want to make sure that it's implemented into our mind because it's going to help you without, it's going to help you throughout the day. It's your mindset intent. It's your intent for the day. So positive affirmations is one. Number two, mindfulness meditation. Practice regular mindfulness meditation to reduce mental clutter and rejuvenate your mental energy. So what does that look like? So for myself, Meditation doesn't always mean sitting in a warm, quiet space. Can it be? Of course it can. But mindful meditation literally can be like, I experience a lot of mindful meditation. It was just calming. I could hear the breeze. Every now and again, a jet would fly by. Calming. Like, what is my intent? What am I doing? What am I going to do? How am I helping others? Who can I serve? Mindful meditation. It's powerful. It's very relaxing. And it should be. Number three, limit multitasking. Oh my goodness. Remember in the beginning of this episode, I mentioned to you, guess what we do? Us ladies would do all the things. We do all the things. So number three is limit multitasking. Hey, if you learn that, <laughs> if you take anything from this episode, limiting multitasking is a huge one. Focus on one task at a time to prevent mental exhaustion because it truly caused by constant context switching. We are so whipped mentally, exhausted, drained, fatigued, whipped, call it what you will, when we multitask because of the switching back and forth. That's why I talk about the decompartmentalization. So if you can decompartmentalize all the distractions that are flooding you while you're at work, right? Literally putting it in a box, taking that box, putting it on the shelf. I promise you it will be there. It will stay there. You're not, it's not going anywhere. Okay. But when you're ready to take it down, you take it down and boom, there it is. <laughs> but we're addressing everything in that box in the appropriate time. Because what happens is when we multitask, it's like, okay, so I'm in my office, I'm writing a chapter, I'm podcasting, I'm blogging, I'm sending out my newsletter. And then all of a sudden I get up and I go do a load of laundry. I now take the dog for a walk. I'm that girl. I'm that OCD girl, that ADHD, that literally will get shiny syndrome, squirrel. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. There's so many times where I literally have to say, focus, 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 and walk into the room. One task at a hand until it's done, especially at work, until it's done. That's what happens. And everybody, I do know a lot of women that go, oh, I'm so great at multitasking. And then I love this. It's like you're networking and it's, hi, nice to meet you. What do you do? It's, oh, I have so many things. I do this. I do that. I do this. I do that. I'm like, oh my gosh, if you had a magic wand and you were able to do just one thing, which one of those would it be? And it's usually not one of them. <laughs> they want to do something else. And it just makes me ask, wow. 
what's happening. They're scrambling for the money. So they're doing every, they're doing all the things. If they were to able to just stop and find the one that they're passionate about and run with that one and put all that extra energy into that one thing, they would be so amazingly successful. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't email me the hate. I'm just sharing with you, limiting multitasking will benefit you and reserve your energy. I promise. Try it. All right, here we go. So the next thing I really feel that we should talk about is just equipping you for the energy audit, right? And again, one of the things you have to remember, I think self-awareness is going to be a key factor here. All right. Listen, in conclusion, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to realize that where you're wasting your energy is so important to where you want to be. If the things that you're wasting your energy on do not align with the things you want in life, time to change it because if nothing changes, nothing changes. Thank you for tuning in to the Nicole Banks podcast, your guide to unlocking your energy potential and living life on your terms. Be sure to subscribe and stay tuned for our upcoming episodes where we'll continue our journey of empowerment, growth, and transformation. Until next time, embrace the power of your energy and make every moment count. And remember why that's important. It's important because it's about self-awareness, right? You're asking yourself, why am I so tired? And you don't know. Pay attention to the self-awareness. This is the reason for being. Okay. So of course, being mindful that remember that energy management is all about quality over quantity. Focus on activities aligned with your true desires to avoid overwhelming yourself. Yeah, we become very overwhelmed when we're trying to do all the things and then it's exhausting. Okay. Listen, gratitude practice, I didn't really talk about it, but I think it's important as well. Just in closing, we want to cultivate a gratitude by reflecting on positive aspects of our life. And why is this important? Again, remember, it's important because it's about self-awareness. Remember, it's about self-awareness. All right. If you don't know where your energy is being spent, then you are not aware of how it's affecting you throughout the day, right? All right. So here's the thing. Remember that energy management is about quality over quantity. Focus on activities that align with your true desires to avoid overwhelming yourself. Yes. And very last but not least, gratitude. Gratitude practice. Cultivate gratitude by reflecting on positive aspects of your life. Gratitude enhances positivity and contributes to higher energy levels. I promise. Thank you for tuning in to the Nicole Banks Podcast, your guide to unlocking your energy potential and living life on your terms. It's what it's all about. Be sure to subscribe and stay tuned for our upcoming episodes where we continue our journey of empowerment, growth, and transformation. Until next time, if you find value in this podcast, don't hesitate to share it with your loved ones. Don't hesitate to leave me a review and embrace the power of your energy and make every moment count. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you've gained valuable insights and inspiration to help you elevate your life to the next level. Remember, success is within your reach and with the right support and guidance, you can achieve your dreams faster than you ever thought possible. If you're ready to take the next step and level up your life, visit my website at www.nicolebanks.com. Don't forget, I spell my name with an H to learn more about my coaching program. 
Together, we can unlock your full potential and create the life you truly deserve. Thank you again for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you soon.